Welcome to the Fantasy Football Rap Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony, with my co-host, Ricky. What's up? My co-host, Kamish. Heyo. And Tyler. Yo, folks. All right. Divisional weekend. We saw some things we may not have wanted to see. We saw some things we wanted to see. First things first, Colts 13, Chiefs 31. Chiefs' first AFC Championship appearance since 1993. Is that Joe Montana years? Joe Montana. Wow, that's a long, really long time. Absolutely. Um, this Chiefs team looked really, really good. I mean, scary good. Uh, not contesting that. I'm pretty sure I called the Chiefs. You also called the Lions making the playoffs. Oh, shit. <laughs> <shot. laughs> Well, you knew I was not going to call the Dolphins making the playoffs. Wow. Because it wasn't going to happen. Just like the Lions. <laughs> or or the Titans. Or the Redskins. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> Cowboys 22, Rams 30. The Rams had 273 rushing yards, most in a playoff game for Rams history. C.J. Anderson from the grave. Wow. Yeah, he went From off. the He's looking grave. a little chunky. Dude, he's big. I'm not upset he's with a it. Though. Big boy, he's, he's, you know he's getting it done. Yeah. 23 attempts. C.J. Anderson had 123 yards, two touchdowns. Todd Gurley, not to be outdone. 16 attempts, 115 yards, and a touchdown. Averaged 7.2 yards per carry. I believe I saw it was the first time in 20 years that two running backs have put up 100 yards each in the playoffs. I believe you're yeah. correct with that. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. Awesome. To, to think about the number of running back duos or yeah. running back games Three that have been in the league. Yeah. 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 I mean, this was this was a wild game because the Cowboys came out, and they were, they came out swinging, and then they got shut shut down. Yeah, and then but, they made adjustments at halftime. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> to be talked about, um, new superstition for Cowboys fans, um, no Chick-fil-A. On football days, which Apparently, works out yeah. most of the time, because Sunday. Yeah. But Zeke walking in with a bag of Chick Fil A, no free ads. Twenty attempts, forty-seven yards, and a touchdown. Average two point four yards per carry. Are the treads coming off the tires? Uh, Is he, has he been used and abused? Might be time for new brakes and rotors. All right, know. here another. I, don't know. I mean, Rams defense. You know, you gotta give credit to them. Another numbers game. I'm pretty sure uh, the Dallas Cowboys have not won. Uh, a divisional title or championship game in almost 20 years now? Well, yeah, last week was their first playoff win in 10 years. So three, three playoff wins in the past 20 years. That's incredible. 20-plus, I think. No, I'm that's not sure terrible. what the exact stat is, but uh, Cowboys are really, really bad. Been saying it, could keep saying it. Yeah, they want a playoff <laughs> game. All right, that's fine, but this is pure NFC East hatred going on right now. Oh, absolutely. But... I did enjoy some of the internet memes coming out about, uh, you know, Eli or Elliot eliminated. I enjoyed it. Yep. It was a good time. A good one. Uh, what wasn't a good time and was painful to watch, Chargers 28, Patriots 41. Patriots advanced to their eighth consecutive AFC championship. Whoop-dee-doo, Basil. Bro. Everybody, I mean, as an Eagles fan, I flip out remembering the time we went to four NFC championships in a row. Right. These dudes have done eight in a row, and every year we write them off like, that's it. There's no way. They've too lost old. too much talent. They're too old. What? Brady's going to lose a knee. What? They're just bad. What? No, Belichick's a bum. What? 
<laughs> uh, they're never bad. That's the that's the funny part. They just that, they do everything right. That's it, what I wanted to bring up. Brady Brady came out and said he thinks uh, they're always like excluded or or thought of as an underdog. Whatever you want to take his comment as. I mean, we all always want to write the Patriots off. That's right. all, that's I've been all. trying for eight right. but you plus can't. years. You can't. You cannot. Until Brady or Belichick disappears, you cannot write that team Which is off. an option. I've weighed that option. I, I've, <laughs> I've decided that unless the Steelers make a run in the playoffs, you should expect to see the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Or if Peyton Manning comes back from the grave, because I think he was the last one to beat him. And I, uh, I, yeah. I agree with that. I think why they were saying they were quote-unquote underdogs, because everyone was talking how Brady was um, having a steady decline at the end of the season there. And he didn't look like Brady. He didn't look good. It's all uh, line Patriots games. offense. It might be. It might not be. I don't know. But I think that's kind of where some of the speculation came in is them being quote unquote underdogs. Um, well, everyone had written them off. Everyone had said, right. oh, Patriots are done. They don't have the talent. Right, they did lose a few games going into the end of the season there. So Yeah, but now the They're preseason's the over. Yeah, preseason's exactly. over new for the season. Patriots. New season. New me. Yeah. New Patriots. Yeah, it's. Boston's had a good 20 years and all sports. Can can I get another city in here? Like I don't it doesn't Pittsburgh? have to be Philly. No, Pittsburgh's no, had their fun. Phil, yeah. Oh, you mean new. I was going to say during that time Pittsburgh, yeah, they oh, had right, their right, run no, in, in sports, yeah. All right, so new? Yeah, you yeah, you're, you know. Like honestly six Chicago and half dozen of the other straight AFC championship games. That is yeah. the thing like this dynasty is better than any other dynasty we've seen in maybe professional sports, going back to maybe like the Lakers and the Celtics way back when. Right. But other than that, this is the most dominant dynasty we've ever seen. The Absolutely. Yankees? Well, Close. in our lifetime. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, I mean, I think the Yankees are still the dynasties of, well, all, right, going dynasty, back to of all dynasties. Man, all right, fair enough. Well, when you win the World Series in straight years for however long – yeah, it's kind of hard to say anyone's all-time dynasty. Anyone would beat that because that's just oh, man. Eight Street AFC Championship games. That's awesome. I mean, in, in the current climate, it, with free agency, with you know all those. You're right. I don't know. Well, we'll get to it. A uh, Tyler, we will. We'll start the breakdown and the report of this game. Eagles fourteen, Saints twenty. Largest postseason comeback in franchise history for the Saints. Alshon Jeffrey, just let it go. I mean. Let it go. Um, all right. Before we get to the Eagles fans, there's a lot to say about this game. Absolutely. Um, for the first time in a while, I can say a very well-officiated game. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I think it was – there was maybe one questionable call, if anything. Um, it was – a good game. Why did the Eagles decide to not show up for the second and third and almost all of fourth quarter? Right. That's I, I kinda wanna blame it on you bring up Alshon Jeffrey. I wanna blame it on Doug Peterson's play calling the whole game. Okay. The whole game? Yeah, I don't know about I mean they started all right. hot. Alright, so minus the first six minutes of the game. How do you feel about Doug Peterson? Why would why would when you have a team on their heels like that rush the play to the line of scrimmage with two minutes ago? You can't give Drew Brees time. I agree, right. but right. but you haven't scored a point or done anything since the first 
eight minutes of the game. You need to play smart. Rushing the play almost literally guaranteed it going through Alshon's hands. I just don't understand why we ran the play before that. That's when... Like, you right, ran right. the play before that and then rushed to the line. It was like, wait, what? But I, I got two people across from me that really want to chime in on this. I'm and holding, I see... I've been holding I, it back. I see knuckle biting. I see deep thought. <laughs> go ahead. W- w- Ricky, go ahead. How do you feel? Uh... I mean, expected, I guess. But, like, if you... I expected the Saints to win. I'm pretty sure I called it would be closer than, you know, 10 points within 10. I might even say within touchdown. I don't remember. So I expected the outcome, but I didn't expect the outcome to happen like that, I guess. Right. Like, Eagles going out to a quick 14 nothing lead. The Saints doing absolutely nothing. And then, boom, one fake punt turns the entire game, flips the game completely. Drew Brees did not look like Drew Brees in the first... Quarter completely first pass, rattled. First pass was a pick. He was rattled he, when he, he finally they were getting to him. Man, they were hot. They came out hot when they finally got the ball and Drew Brees. Like they got a penalty in their favor. I believe it was a taunting penalty that pushed them ahead, yeah. and then Drew Brees immediately fumbled the ball. They right. had him rattled and the team. I think everything in this game fell apart all at the same time. Ish. So you look. You had the fake punt, which completely flips the momentum. Saints got a touchdown. You had how many injuries to the Eagles just in that game? Now, I know um, Fletcher Cox did come back. There's a couple other ones. I know Peters went out. Um, uh, Brandon Brooks, I think, he went out. So you had a handful of key injuries in a big game against a tough Saints offense to begin with. So I think all that kind of factors in with everything that happened with the momentum shift with those injuries with plays just starting to not bounce for the eagles things just weren't going their way um Foles went back to Foles, like yeah correct regular season Foles. he didn't look bad in the first quarter quarter and a half maybe but through the rest of the game he looked shaky he was overthrowing passes i mean he had pinpoint accuracy for the first seven eight minutes of the game and then he was overthrowing passes a lot the rest of the game which proved to be costly um a lot of three and outs Nick Foles, 18 for 31, 201 yards, one TD, and two picks. Ricky, somewhere I'd like to give you respect because I talk smack on the Eagles D all year. All year. All year. I'll accept that. Um, that was the best part of the game Sunday. I agree. Between LeBlanc and Maddox and you all had two you had two, you had two key players almost go down for good. Fletcher Cox, like – I really ragged the Eagles D, and they showed up and made that game closer than it ever should have been. Right. Ever should have been. Well, I, are I you ready for it? I'm going to tell you what happened here. I'm going to tell you what happened. We came out. We had them on the ropes. We had them on the ropes. We were on the ropes. Beating them with body shots. We were hitting them in the head. They looked like they were concussed. CTE City. Straight up, Drew Brees looked like he was dazed and confused in his own stadium. And you know what? I know they were pumping extra noise through the sound system. That's a completely different situation. Okay. Didn't matter. Yeah. Didn't even phase us. We came out. It was 14 nothing going into the half. Mm. But we were driving. It could have been very easily 21 nothing if it weren't for a couple key mistakes. And mm. we got the ball at half. If we could have kept them on the ropes going into halftime without giving them that adjustment period of, okay, calm down, our game plan does work, we're just freaking out. 
The Saints go into halftime in full-on panic mode. They change everything. Yeah. They blow everything up. They got to do something different. They're down 21 nothing. We got to fix this. It's right. a completely different ball game. Doesn't matter. It's not what happened. Alshon, don't even don't even sweat it, man. You're the best receiver we've had since Terrell Owens. T.O. And, and it hurts me to even bring him up. That's the God's honest truth. Looking forward, this Eagles team is still an absolute team to be reckoned with. I think Carson Wentz comes out next year with an absolute chip on his shoulder because you all been talking shit. I think we trade Nick Foles for a piece. Wow. Whatever this piece is, I know we need defensive backfield, we need a running back, and we need, oh, as always, as every team does, linemen. All right, so Nick Foles. I'll tell you what. The man is a hell of a guy. Yeah. Alshon Jeffrey was nearly in tears on the sideline. And Nick Foles walked up and said, I wouldn't have won a Super Bowl without you last year, buddy. And they hugged it out. Something to said about being humble. Oh, Foles? That, like, that's, Foles is that's a great a, That's guy. a hell of oh, yeah, a reaction. Yeah. You know, you realize you just lost the season. It's over. But your quarterback comes over who whipped the ball at you. And he says, don't worry. We won a Super Bowl last year, buddy. I love you. I mean, you. I'll be honest. I don't know if there's a starter or backup classier quarterback in the league no, than Foles man. No, with how he's been. He's the Walter Payton MVP of the of the decade. Yeah, he's, you know, mean, he's, he, he's a solid guy. He comes in as X-Man up, doesn't complain about being backup, steps in, does what he has to do. Team player, spreads the ball, always positive. You know, you can't say it. You can't ask for much more from it, I always felt like I, I, had, I had this feeling this entire season that we were going to end up seeing Foles. You know, I, I can't tell you why. Maybe it's because he was the Super Bowl MVP last year. And, you know, everybody wants to talk about Doug Peterson's play calling. That's why, you know, everybody was calling him a genius on the offseason. The, the risky, the new the new NFL quarter, you know, or new NFL head coach. You play risky, you play big, and, and everybody crowned him as a genius. He did the same thing this season. It blew up a little bit, you know. Moving on, I'm excited for next year. Go Birds. Yeah, so we got all offseason to talk about the Eagles. Let's talk about the team still competing. Yep. Yeah, All that's right. fair. Shift it. Uh, NFC Championship, the number two Rams go down to the Bayou, take on the Saints. This is going to be a fun one. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. for this. Yep. this. I mean, This should be awesome, right? Yeah, it's going to be good. If those, that running game for both teams is an awesome combination right now. Uh, you last meeting was Rams or no? That, that's not the last meeting. Foot. Go ahead, what, Tyler. What do you got on this game? Ah. I was about to put out some <laughs> fault, some old news, <laughs> some fake news. So, fake so news. we're gonna talk about the Saints Rams before you mutter off. Yeah. Some, all right. Appreciate. Um, I I was pretty sure if the Eagles got by the Saints, they would go to the Super Bowl. However, the Saints have been. I, I don't want to say my dark horse all year, but. I am a big fan of Drew Brees and what he does down in there. Um, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, you have so many weapons down there. Um, Let's flip it. Bang. Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, C.J. Anderson. Apparently C.J. Anderson. Yeah, apparently C.J. Anderson. You don't even got to talk about receivers down there. Like It's such an equally matched offensive game. I think it's going to be decently high scoring. We're looking at like a 42 to 39 kind of final, I think. Um, if you got your money on it, bet the over. I don't know. That Saints defense, man. 
I think this is a high-scoring game no matter what because this is a, a tale of two quarterbacks who have put up the most yardage, most points damn near all season. Besides, Should be the best show on turf for the year. Besides Andrew Luck and Patrick Mahomes, I think these are two phenomenal quarterbacks that deserve to have a game on primetime like this. Well, and Nick what Foles, I but. and we talk about just the overall essence of this game of these games. It's old school versus new school. If all the way down top to bottom, you got McVay versus Peyton, Golf versus Breeze. I mean, Gurley, Kamara. They're both pretty young, but you get it. And then on the flip side, you got the Patriots and the Chiefs. Belichick. Well, Andy Reid's kind of old, but you get it. He's old. Mahomes, Brady, and you have the tight end matchup of Gronk, Kelsey. I think they should start the game off with a fist fight during the coin toss between those two. No, Gronk XFL would win. style. You think- Gronk, <laughs> you're so caught. All right, sorry. He's got that special strength, buddy. Gronk smash. Gronk smash. Yeah. You see what he does that? We pound beers now. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony, I believe this is a rematch we watched while we were on on one of your. Uh, no free ass trips. Yeah, one yeah. of your no- yeah. All right, I was trying to find out how to put that. Um, yeah, I believe we watched this and thought it was incredible until the last two minutes, and then we saw Tom Brady do Tom Brady things. I, I are we worried about correct. this being in not New England for once? No, I love both these matchups. I I, think- I, I, I am ex- they got it right this year. The writers at the uh, NFL got it right. I mean, you have the four teams that if you look back at the beginning of the year, you're like, Chiefs look great. Patriots, they're the Patriots. Yeah. I wasn't that strong with Chiefs great. with Mahomes. I'm no, not going to I'm no. going to be dead honest about it. Four weeks in. Preseason. All right, four weeks in, right. I was all the way in. Right. So, four yeah. weeks in, you you know, you were saying, like, yeah, Chiefs all the way. But I, I don't have any arguments. Like, the Vikings last year, they shouldn't have been in it. That, that should have been the Eagles, Saints. So they, God, it wasn't. The, the script got a little blurry there. But this one, I like it. I mean, I, I, if we look ahead, I like the idea of Brady versus Breeze. I'm going to paint all the pictures, okay? Brady versus Breeze. Breeze beat Manning for his first Super Bowl, beats Brady for his second. Lifts him up in the GOAT discussion with, of this era with Brady, with Manning. Even more so. You have why are you getting Eli? He won two championships. No one, no one cares. Chiefs. <laughs> he beat the Patriots twice. Well, yeah, all praise Lord Eli. But anyway, <laughs> Chiefs, Rams. You got the two young, hot teams coming in. Great quarterbacks, coaches. You get it. And then you could also have Saints, Chiefs, which is probably the least. Entertaining matchup? What do you mean? That's still, BS. It's still, it's still entertaining, offenses. but storyline-wise, it's a story Storyline-wise, I mean, whatever. The NFL writers have what they have. Right. But even if the Patriots play in the Super Bowl, which, I mean, I hate to say it, I expect to see it. I wouldn't bet against it. But Saints or Rams, I think it's a, it's a good storyline either way. You know, Sean McVay, youngest coach, going against the premier coach, Bill Belichick, or... You, or you have Mr. Drew Brees going for his second ring against Tom Brady. Right. And, you know, it, it's kind of like, I feel like it's all good story writing. Thank you, NFL, for, yeah. you know, writing a great sitcom. 10 out year. of 10. 10 <laughs> out of 10. So let's pick this week who we think will take home. Well, we'll, we'll be playing one more week. 
Rams, Saints. Kamesh, go ahead. Kick us off. I got the Saints. Um, Drew Brees, I think that's the, for lack of better words, my favorite story out of all of it is I want to see him win another championship. Yep. Be nice to see him do it against the Patriots. I think that's probably going to end up being the matchup. But okay. uh, go Saints. All right. Tyler? I'm taking Saints. Okay. I, I love Drew Brees. I think they have something going. Sean McVay has to fall sooner or later, I think. He is a premier coach, has something going, but I think he's going down this weekend. Yeah, Sean Payton put $200,000 in $1 bills in a locker room in a trophy case. I didn't see no dollar-dollar bills from McVay. I think That's in motivation. about four weeks, we're going to see Saints players in the club making it rain dollars. <laughs> I'm going Saints in this one, although I think this is going to be a great game. Absolute great game. Ricky? I'm going Rams by 10. Okay. Ooh. By 10. Yeah, it's very specific. Wow. Ooh, I like it. All right. Here's why. So okay. you look at the Saints. Mm-hmm. This last game they played against the Eagles. Yep. Eagles got out to a quick start, 14-0. Lost momentum, game flipped. Camaro was pretty much a non-factor for a good majority of the game. Michael Thomas did absolutely go off this game. So there is that. But what I'm looking at is you got a 20-14 to game. Mm-hmm. You got a Rams defense that is no question way better than the Eagles defense. So the Eagles defense played a great game all they around. Did. The Rams defense is way better. Better corners, better everything. I agree. Um, you got a Rams offense that is better than the Eagles. I agree. So if the Saints barely squeaked by the Eagles, and what you also have in the Rams is a team that's not going to go up 14 nothing and do nothing the rest of the game. Yeah, I just don't think the Saints start slow. I It might, maybe not, but I don't know. I, I just think in Rams by 10. Okay. Right, so. I, then even if the Saints don't start slow, I think the Rams just have an all-around better team than the Eagles do, and the Saints struggled against the Eagles. And whether they started slow or not, it still took them another three quarters to get twenty points. And they oh, had the momentum. I mean, these the are the first two quarter. best teams, the one and two. So I got I, I got Rams by ten. I don't got much argument. Tyler, do you have something to put there? No, I. I it's tough to say honestly. I was gonna bring up that like. How much is home field advantage going to take a factor here? Because I know I brought up with our host Anthony over the weekend about undefeated in the bio, about home field really taking a play in that divisional round. Yeah, because we brought true. up the the wild card and only one yeah. away team or one home team, I believe, winning, which was the Cowboys. Yes. Um, followed up this weekend by all home teams winning. I'm gonna check you on that, but I actually do think you are correct mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on that. Um, Let's see. Chiefs, how how Rams, hard now? Patriots, the Chiefs yeah. and the Patriots both play yep. in cold weather all the time. This Saint Saints Rams. How much is the Coliseum gonna affect home field advantage? They're, they're in the Bayou. I thought the Rams were the first seed. They were dose. They yeah. were all right. Like that a- might change my whole opinion on like how home field works then, because. <laughs> but the argument stays the same though. Because the Saints I, I are thought, on the field at home. Yeah, but and it's I, been thought, a huge I thought the advantage. Rams could make it a better game if they were at home. Like, they could win if they were at home. That was my only deciding factor I, I mean, in the Saints LA, against the Rams. I, I don't know if I buy it. They but, were talking about moving the Chargers game if they won and the Colts won to the Coliseum. Like, they obviously see the Coliseum as some kind of presence. 
Well, that's, no, I just no, thought no. the game was in they LA. That, that was my logistics. fault. That was my fault. I yeah. just thought the no, game no. was in and, LA. And they were going to move the Chargers game because their stadium is an MLS stadium. It can only hold 30,000 people. Yeah, and they don't sell it out. Yeah. So to they were going to move it to the Coliseum because it's the AFC Championship. Okay, okay. okay. Um, but let's, speaking of the AFC Championship, Patriots, Chiefs. Kamesh, who you got? I got uh, it's the Patriots. I mean, Andy Reid's gonna Andy Reid. I think. Um, I think they keep it close and they lose because of an Andy Reid decision. I don't think it'll be any fault of the team. I feel like I've seen that that movie before. Uh, right? Maybe I have PTSD from it. But wow, wow, Tyler. Just because I don't want to see it. I thought Mr. Philip Rivers would get the monkey off his back last week, but I think Andy Reid gets the monkey off his back by the young hides of this quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. I honestly believe this is the only way I see it going is Patrick Mahomes leads them to glory. Andy Reid might maybe make the right play call, but Mahomes does Mahomes things and proves he's a rookie of the year, maybe MVP kind of candidate guy. Better, Better than Brady things? Better, better yeah, than Brady. See, things in KC. I don't, I don't know because it seems like Brady always gets his way. Like he, it always goes his way. Didn't last uh, Super Bowl. Well, one out of well, okay, three out of eight. Right? Yeah, that's. I think yeah, that's I mean, real like, stat. Wait, he has five. Right. And I thought he only won like two or three. Out of the last, like, out of the stretch that he's been in. I think total, though. I think he has. Oh, uh, you're talking total? Yeah. Okay, yeah. oh, I thought you were just talking about in this recent stretch. No, you know, no, total. Not, no. Oh, yeah, no, he's up there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's five. Somebody fact check that. But um, I think Mahomes is good enough to break the Andy Reid curse. But at the same time, I just can't bet against the Patriots. I've seen this story for the last 20 years. And it repeats and repeats pretty much to the T. Now, the only thing I could say in in the Chiefs' favor is that is a lot of, of weapons to stop on the Chiefs' side, and I don't know if the Patriots have the defense to do it. Now, they look good last week, but the Chargers' weapons and the Chiefs' weapons aren't, aren't the same thing. Ricky, who do you got? I got Chiefs by seven. Chiefs by seven. At least a touchdown. Wow. I... I actually disagree about your Patriots defense. I don't think they're that special. I okay. agree. Like they're average at best, and they're not going to stop that red hot Kansas well, that's, City offense. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Right, but also the Kansas City defense four. looked five four MVPs. Five four MVPs. God, he sucks. Tom Brady has five wins, four MVPs. Sorry, go ahead, Ricky. No, you're good. Um, and the Kansas City defense, I think, is something to talk about with how they looked last week. They were on fire. They looked. Real, they did not look like Kansas City defense. They were just playing. I mean, okay, they're not Rams defense, but for Kansas City, they played very, very well. And I think they're going to ride that into this next week. And I think the Patriots are going to see a team that's going to run the score up, regardless of what the Patriots do offensively. I would agree with taking the over in this game, but I still think she's got it by at least a touchdown. Okay. I mean, again, be exciting. Yeah, be, I would be so excited if that happened. It's I. Just don't see it. And I want to make this playoff week a little more exciting. So for this week, what we're going to do is a fantasy draft with the four remaining teams. And we are going to pick one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, 
a tight end, a defense, and a kicker. But first, a message from our sponsor, Pocket Cast. Welcome back to the first ever fantasy football fantasy playoff draft. We'll work on the name later. Uh, first overall pick is going to be Tyler. Then it's going to go Kamish. Then it's going to go Ricky. Then it's going to go me. And then we're snaking it back. Good old-fashioned snake draft. Are we doing this where you pick the positions in order or you pick whoever you want? No, Free for all. Nuts. Ooh. Yeah, every man for himself. All right. All right, so Tyler, with the first overall pick in the first ever overall fantasy football fantasy playoff draft, who do you take? I'm taking Mr. Patrick Mahomes. Wow, that was aggressive. Yeah, hold on. Let me play some music real quick. Okay, so Patrick Mahomes taking with the first ever <laughs> p- <laughs> selection in the fantasy football fantasy playoff draft. Kamish, who are you taking at number two? Drew Brees. Okay. That, I feel like I have no argument for that, but go ahead. What, why are you taking Drew Brees? Because he's a gunslinger. Okay. Okay. What you mean, why am I taking How do you let me get Drew Brees? You crazy boy? Wow. Sheep. Wow. No respect to Mahomes. Ricky, are you ready on the ready. clock with your third pick? Or first pick, third overall. You get it. This is an easy decision because yeah. you guys are picking quarterbacks, which there's four good quarterbacks remaining. Mm. I'm going with Kelsey for tight end. Okay. Oof. Okay. I I don't disagree with that pick. I, I'm going to take my time here on the clock, and I'm going to think about what position have we disrespected so much in this first round. Oh, I'm taking Todd Gurley. Sorry. Sorry for that pause. And then with the back-to-back pick, game changer. I'm going to take, hmm. Hmm. Let's see. Who do I want? Who do I want? Oh. Give me C.J. Anderson. Ooh. All right. You're crazy. I'm picking the duo. Off the rails. Yeah. He's off the rails. I, I have anyone touching the ball in that backfield for the Rams. I'm getting points. Ricky, who do you got? Uh, I'm going to go Brady. Okay. Kamish, who do you got? I, I'll take Alvin Kamara in a steal. Okay. I like it. Tyler? Um, I was trying to uh, keep monitor of our picks. Who did you take just before I announced who I took? I, who did you I take for you? Anderson have? and Gurley. Yeah, I got both. Like a sack. Rams backs. All the eggs in one basket. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take Sony Michelle. Okay. Solid pick. Solid pick. Tyler, who do you take with your next pick in the draft? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take Michael Thomas. Oh, good pick. Absolute great pick. Kamish. I'm going to take Gronk. Okay. Real weak at the tight end. Well, not weak at the other tight end, but very standout between the Chiefs and the Patriots at tight end, especially in the playoffs. Let's go. Okay, Ricky. Speaking of standout with Chiefs and Patriots, I'll take Hill because I'm not stoked on the Patriots' corners. Right. That's fair. That's fair. So, uh, before I make this selection, can I get a brief – Recap of the picks. All right, so <laughs> or you know what? Just read our team so far. Are you keeping so it well? Because yep, I, I am like, everything. I have. <laughs> no. I have. All right. So, <laughs> what uh, what do you want? You want position by position, or you want just 
run down the teams. Just you, run down the teams. Tyler has Pat Mahomes, Sony Michelle, Michael Thomas. Kamish has Breeze, Kamara, Gronk. I have Brady Hill and Kelsey, and you have Gurley and Anderson. Okay. Well, all right. So with my pick in this round, I'm gonna go. Give me Edelman. Ooh. Yeah. Give Ooh. me Edelman. I like that pick. And then I'm coming back around. Oh, boy. Let's see. I need a tight end. Um, who's catching balls out in the L.A.? Uh, let's see. Give me – is it Higby at this point? Yes. All right. Give Higby me Higby. Is, yeah. Okay. Ricky, who do you got? Man, the Rams better do well for me. Yo, there's so many players. There's so many players left that I don't even know anymore. Yeah, so like, no, now I'm gonna struggle. We're into wide receivers. Oh God. True. True. Give me, give me Williams. Okay. Oh, that's a good pick. Who? Damian Williams been tearing it up for the Chiefs. All right, what's up? No, the Rams. No, no Chiefs. The Chiefs. Oh no, I'm thinking. I'm thinking a. Ty- Tyree Williams from Chargers. I'm all Those off on teams. All right, yeah, all just off on teams. Reed, who do you got? <laughs> what's Kamish, a, you get it. What's what's the receiver from the Saints? Um, oh, win the Saints. Michael Thomas. I'll but take. He was already taken. He was taken. Oh, that's a huge. So huge next, hit. if you want to take a um, New Orleans wide receiver, you got Kirkwood. I think I'm going to take Ginn Jr. I'm going to take Cordell Patterson. Okay, that's I that's a great it. pick. Tyler. I need a second wide receiver, correct? Ricky. Yes. I'm going to go with Ted Ginn Jr. Even though he was not even though he was not targeted much in the Eagles game, I think he'll be targeted a little more because uh the Rams have a little bit of little bit of uh footage. Okay. Okay. Again, I'm going to pay respect to the Buffalo Bills like I do every season. Uh- isn't he yeah, it's back to back. Oh, don't you take my pick. I will like yeah. uh, I'm going to actually jump on a defense and take the Saints D. Okay. Nah. That's reckless. You beat it. Okay. Okay. Um, now, Kamish. I'm going to take Robert Woods, formerly of the Buffalo Bills. Wow. Wow, bold pick. Ricky? Oh, I'm still marking these down. Okay. we got to slow it down for Ricky. Yeah, I couldn't keep up. Little That's why I'm glad Ricky was Little hands. <laughs> I'm going to go with Brandon Cooks. Okay. Great pick. Great pick. I'm going to get uh, Harrison Bucker off the board. And I'm going to take – I'm going all in with the Rams and just going to pick their D while I'm at it. All right. Go Rams. Down in the bayou. Ricky, I coming you, back. I believe you took the Saints as your pick, though. What? Took the Saints as your pick. <laughs> yeah, because the Rams are going down in the bayou and the defense is going to show up. But why you complicated? Don't this? worry about it. I'm going to go with James White. Okay, great pick. Great pick, Kamish. Who do you got? Oh man, it's slim pickings for running backs here. Uh, let's see, what are we working with? Is Ingram still out there? Yeah, yeah. I'll take. Yeah, I'll take I just Ingram. Realized it. Yep. I was thinking Rex Burkhead. Oh, God, no. Yeah, no, no we even, missed he's one. He's not even on the team, is he? Uh, I think he probably. He's on the couch. Yeah, you get it. Tyler, end this round, and then we're going to go recap. See where we're at. Okay. Are we done then? Uh, nope. We just uh, got two more. Okay. All right, Tyler, finish uh, this round. I'm going to take Will Lutz as a kicker from the New Orleans Saints. Oh, he, he does not miss many field goals, and I ride kickers all season. Don't let me down, buddy. Mm. Ricky, can I get a team-by-team recap? All right, Tyler has Pat Mahomes, Sony Michelle, Michael Thomas, Ted Ginn Jr., 
Saints defense special teams, Will Lutz. Commission has Breeze, Camara, Mark Ingram, Patterson, Woods, Gronk. I have Brady, Williams, James White, Hill, Brandon Cooks, Kelsey. And you have Gurley, CJ, Anderson, Edelman, Higby, Rams defense special teams, Bucker. I could have probably just said the Rams plus. <laughs> so. Fair enough. All right, Tyler. Uh, what do you say? We had two rounds left? Yep, Tyler or... needs a running back and a tight end. Okay. Oh, dear. Actually, can you do that for each of us, son? Yep. Okay, thank you. We appreciate it. Tyler. Uh, are we finishing it off here by taking last picks? No, we got two, two more. We have two more. Pay attention. No, no, no. Nah, I, no, I knew that. We'll I, still I thought, do snake. Uh, are we taking uh, that? Okay, we'll, thank you. Yeah, thank we'll you for answering snake. me. Yep. Um, wow. <laughs> wow. I'm going to take uh, James Devlin as a Patriots running back. Okay. Um, he is just kind of a third down kind of guy. He's a powerhouse. Uh, just for yardage, I'll take him. Yardage, maybe short game kind of touchdown. Okay. Kamish, you have defense and kicker yet. I'll take the Patriots D. Okay. Ricky, who do you have in this round? I am going to take Zerline. Okay, yeah. For Great pick. You rat. Yeah. I don't even know the names of the other kickers. <laughs> All right. Well, the only one you have left, you see, well, you have, uh, well, you Patriot. got. Goskowski. Yeah, yeah Goskowski. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> All right. So, uh, um, who do I need? What, what you do I need? need a wide receiver and a quarterback. So, essentially, it's a wide receiver because you're, you're locked in at quarterback unless you want to pick yeah. a backup. I'm going to pick Goff. <laughs> We're going to go with Goff. You don't want Bridgewater? <laughs> no. I don't. Um, and I see, need a wide receiver need to wide finish receiver. me off? Yep. Oh boy, this is um. Give me uh, give me Sammy, Sammy Watkin. Respect. I like it. Um, Ricky, who is your last? All pick? I have left is defense special team. So implicitly, I have the Chiefs, which okay. I was going to pick over the Patriots defense anyway. Perfect. Yeah. Kamish, uh, you have a l- kicker left. So other uh, Go- Goskowski. Yes. Woo. And Tyler, you have a tight end yet. So you the can only pick, tight like, end I know that really is left is uh, Gerald Everett off the Rams, uh, and he's a no name. We didn't pick the Patriot. No, Patriots no, gone. I took, I took Kelsey. Yeah, so we didn't pick the Saints tight end. Ben Watson. No, is it? I think it's Ben Watson. Check it real quick. Actually, that guy. Um, I have Dan Arnold as a name. Yeah, Ben Watson. Ben Watson and Ben Watson. All right, sure. Yeah, I'll take Ben Watson. All right. I'm gonna right. crush you guys. Should I run down these teams here? Go ahead. Who, Tyler. who are we rooting for? The Rams. Tyler has Pat Mahomes, Sony Michelle, uh, Devlin, Michael Thomas, Ted Ginn Jr., Ben Watson, Saints defense special team, and then Lutz as a kicker. Kamish has Breeze, Kamara, Mark Ingram, Patterson, Woods, Gronk, Patriots D, and Koskowski. I have Brady, Williams, James White, Hill, Brandon Cooks, Kelsey, Chiefs defense special teams, and Zerline. And then you have Goff, Gurley, Anderson, Edelman, Sammy Watkins, Higby, Rams defense special teams, and Butker. I'm going to get smoked. <laughs> Boy. Um, so it's going to make the these games even more fun so, to watch. Let's uh, throw a round of beers on it. Absolutely. Loser. Right. Uh, yeah, so how are we doing this matchup just uh, most Whoever points? scores the least amount of points is buying rounds. Has to buy rounds, and we get to verbally berate them for a minute each. Oh. Or we will record as well and put up as extra content. We Love do, it. We could do that, too. Um, the other thing we could do is the top two scores okay. get to do a draft for the Super Bowl. 
Okay. We can also add we that in that as well. Too. Yeah, but okay. We should we can, also we can shame add that. Yeah. the right. worst yeah. person. We've got to wear a dunce cap and everything. Yeah. How do we? Uh, how do we determine actual points? Like, are we'll we use some, CPR league? Uh, yep. No free ads app. No free style. ads. They make like, do they do that. they give it for like playoff games yeah. like this? DraftKings is still going. Okay. No okay. <laughs> I just well, I wasn't sure. For our viewers who are like me, who are not sure of how that works in yeah. late in the season, like yeah, there's weekly things. We'll figure it out. I'm sure there's a. We got the Google. I didn't no know if we had to do math on our own. Like, you know, we can't do math. Yeah, right. No, so not a loser gets five Ric Flair chops. Okay. Woo! Uh, uh, Woo! We got to think of something. It's got to be. We'll have to talk about it and uh, later this week when we get together with Austin and Josh and talk a little more news, everything going on the, around the league. We'll uh, we'll announce what the what the punishment and the reward will be. Last thought. Okay. Flaming tables. Maybe that would Ooh. be the punishment. Mafia style. Yes. I don't know. <sighs> maybe right. maybe we'll, the we'll rock discuss. bottom? The rock bottom through it? As long as it's on fire. Okay. Time All to right. take out a good insurance policy. <laughs> Absolutely. State Farm. No <laughs> free ads. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a fantasy football rap podcast. I am your host, Anthony. Ricky. Looking forward to a great weekend of football. Absolutely. Kamesh. Hey, let's go, Birds. Uh, see you next season. Uh, Patriots are going to win. Tyler? Thank you, folks. Listen, follow, share, do whatever you have to. Yeah, Get us on, out man. there. What are you doing? Why are you not listening? You should be listening. You're listening now. Wow. <laughs> follow us on Twitter. <laughs> the logic. <laughs> My <laughs> games yeah. really fun. Sundays uh, at Rap Podcast get a lot of fun on Twitter. So go follow... Go support. Next time you hear mine and Ricky's voice, uh, Austin and Josh will be with us. Yep. So, uh, well, you won't hear this till then, but see you then. Holy mackerel. Just when I thought it couldn't get any easier for the Patriots to win their ninth AFC championship in a row, the New York Jets hire Crazy Eyes Gase. Did you ever see the movie Mr. Deeds with Steve Buscemi looking all over hell and creation? Looking like a nutbag, been up on mess for four days. That's what this guy looks like, and he's going to coach a f***ing NFL team. Holy mackerel. His entire selling point was, oh, you know, I coached in Miami for three years, so I have to play six games, six games a year against the other teams in this division. Well, I guess that means I qualified to coach the Jets. What an idiot. This team is going to run Sam Darnold out into the sunset. He's going to end up coaching high school football before the next three years are over. He is bad. How bad is he? He has a record of 23 and 5, or 23 and 25 over three seasons. He played in one playoff game, which he lost badly. He has a .479 winning percentage, and he has nine divisional wins in three years out of 16 tries. That also includes playing the Jets and the Buffalo Bills, arguably at their worst. What was New York thinking? This is a travesty. Oh, dear God, I hate the Patriots. (sighs) Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Rap Podcast. That was a lovely voicemail from the commish uh, telling us what he thinks about Adam Gase. Ricky's with me. What's up? Austin's with us. Yeah. And we're going to put on a, a good back end of the show here. Pretty excited about it. So let's get into the Adam Gase. Uh, awesome. What do you got on it? What's Adam, your take? Adam Head Gase. 
Dude, he looked like he was high on LSD in that press conference. Something. Like like classic Doc Walker pitching a perfect game for the Pirates LSD trip. Mm, good times. He was just staring all over the place. And then when, when it came to the actual press conference itself, he just seemed all over the place. Like he doesn't – I get it. Like you just showed up. Hi, I welcome to my new team, whatever. But you have to have some semblance of like background or knowledge before you go and grab a mic and say, hey, I'm going to introduce myself as the head coach of the team. No way. We do it every week, actually. Yeah, but we're not <laughs> an NFL coach making millions right. of dollars. Fair enough. Um, How do you like this fit here with Sam Darnold, Adam Gase? I don't think Sam Darnold's going to be there very long. No? No. I have a feeling that you're going to see uh, – I mean, look at Gase's quarterback history. Now, Tannehill wasn't his guy. He was kind no, of lumped yeah. with Tannehill. But Brock Osweiler kind of was his guy. Peyton. Peyton's actually been signing off on on him getting the Miami job. He he had a hand in that. And I heard he had a hand in uh, the Jets job as well. Who's that? Peyton. Peyton Manning. Because he was in Denver when, when yeah. he won the ball. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, as far as the Jets are considered, I, I honestly think the direction they should go quarterback-wise is, is very different. And I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit later, talking about you know the different news of where players might end up as well in the offseason. Right. But I just don't see Sam Darnold as a permanent fixture with the Jets. He, d- he didn't look very comfortable the whole season. And you can say what you will, oh, the Jets' line's terrible, they don't really have a running game, their wide receiver core is bad, whatever you want. But that team's not that terrible that they need to rebuild the entire roster. Right. You know what I mean? And... Other NFL franchises have kind of given you the, the the picture of how you rebuild the franchise. You have to get your quarterback, mm-hmm. and then you have to go nuts in the free agency the next following two, three seasons to build that roster around that rookie QB. Yeah. Well, here's another one. This is kind of a transition. Cliff Kingsbury to the Cardinals. I love it. I don't get it. I, I do. 35 and 40. I get it 110%. Why? Sometimes, it, it, first of all, it's college that that was his record. And right. college football, it's it's college football. It is just as easy to lose as it is to win, if you get what I mean. Like these, Nick Saban wins every year now because he won a couple of years in a row. Like he put together a good streak, and then all of a sudden became a superstar that everybody wanted to play for. This that and the other. Like his recruiting became much right. easier because he was a winner. Right. So, but before he came to Alabama, he wasn't really a winner. He was miserable as a coach for the Dolphins. Very. Very. Um, you know, Pete Carroll, look at him. Mm-hmm. Miserable as a coach. Wasn't really that great in, in USC. Definitely wasn't good his first time in the NFL. Now he's at the Seahawks. He's doing great. I like Kingsbury because I like the NFL's mindset on coaches. Go young, get talented, and get a better look at some different offensive schemes in the NFL. You, you look at Look at these different offenses now. It's no longer like the same old, same old stuff. Right. We see a lot more jet sweeps from teams. We see a lot more of the run-pass options. We see a lot more of tight ends getting involved in screen patterns and things like that. This this game has become much more technical than it ever has been. You know, we needed somebody to come in and innovate a new offense. You know, the last time somebody innovated an offense, it was the West Coast offense. Right. And since then, nobody's really done anything hey, special. The Wildcat. Yeah, but the Wildcat worked for all of a year. Not even, you know what I mean? Yeah. All yeah. of a year. And I just I really like the idea of hiring younger coaches who give you the opportunity to develop an entirely new facelift for the NFL. Well, okay, then how do you feel about Bruce Arians uh, down in Tampa? Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a journeyman coach in the NFL. 
He had a good run in, in he had a good run for Indy. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a decent run in Arizona. Yeah. Um he, he just I feel like he, everywhere he goes he just inherits a horrible roster. It, somewhat. I mean, he had well, he, he inherited with Big Ben in Pittsburgh. Yeah, but he inherited the mess of Andrew Luck. Like the the Peyton to, to Luck yeah. transition. He inherited the mess that is the Arizona Cardinals franchise. And now he's going to Tampa Bay where he's going to inherit the mess of Ryan Fitzpatrick and and No, um, it's James just Jameis Winston. Winston. But Fitzpatrick might end up back on that team. Oh, well, you yeah, you could argue that for sure. But they say Winston's the and guy. The, and the, other than that, I mean, you do you still have a messy roster. You have Sean Jackson who's been chirping all year that he wants to leave. You have a running core that's abysmal at best. Yeah, Peyton Barber had a good year <sighs> for, for where he was located. I don't know how you say either of those quarterbacks or the guy over there in Tampa. I don't know how Tampa thinks that Jameis Winston is a quarterback in Tampa. Yeah, I mean, I would think with the respect that Bruce Arians has around his name when with working with quarterbacks, I would think this is Jameis' last chance. Well, we all know Arians does not have respect when it comes to wide receivers. No. Like Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. Smooth transition. I like that. Throwing jabs. Um... AB's not wrong, wearing Kangol hats and hanging Silk out on the sideline. But yeah, satin suits coming out to your press conference. He, you know what Bruce Arians looks like when he goes to a press conference? What's that? Do you remember um, Jack Nichols? Jack Nicholson in uh, Anger Management. Yes, <laughs> that's yeah, that's absolutely. what I. Well, every time I see Bruce Arians walk up to a microphone for a press conference, I think of Jack Nicholson in Anger Management. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's fair. Uh, so Freddie Kitchens in the dog pound. How do we feel about it? Uh, I think he should go back to the kitchens. Yeah. How do you let Greg Williams walk after he literally was your head coach and led your team into a much better season than what it looked with Hugh Jackson? And not only that, but you fire your OC before him, you fire your coach before him, and then you bring him in and upgrade him to the head coaching position. And you have a guy who wasn't your offensive coordinator become your offensive coordinator. Like, how does that make sense? Like, Greg Williams is the only man that was coaching on that line and in that entire franchise at that point in time that had any kind of head coach experience. And he's also the only guy in the NFL who has, like, true, like, coordination skills. Yeah, I, 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 I don't, don't understand, understand the letting go. Why, Why could he walk? not return to D... De- Defensive the coordinator? Only thing Did he I not could, want to? Well, the only thing I could think of is if there was an alliance with him and Hugh Jack, uh, Hugh Jackson. Okay. Where he didn't really want to become the head coach, but he agreed. He he pretty much gave the ultimatum. Like, listen, here's the deal. I don't agree with anything you just did. I'll finish the season out as your head coach for interim, and then I'm leaving. I'm walking at the end of the year because I don't want to be a part of this. That could be, but uh, he won seven games. Well, six games, but you get it. Yeah, I mean – it's just it's just weird, and then and then if you look at it, the Browns defense did look much better this year than it has in past years. So even from a coordinator's perspective, the Browns really did lose somebody. I'm yeah. more uh, with the Kitchens being hired as a head coach. I'm more worried about how it damaged them by losing Greg Williams than I am about how great Freddie Kitchens might be. Right. Um. Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio. Uh, Denver Broncos. 
Uh, t- tell me about him. I, I'm a, Ricky, do you know anything about Vic Fangio? I know nothing about Vic Fangio. He, Enlighten us. He Vic Fangio has been a defensive mastermind for many teams. Um, you know, he's he's coached for several different franchises in the NFL. He's, he's got about six or seven that are on his list of teams that he's coached for, uh, okay. including but not limited to the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. During their Legion of Boom years. He was mm-hmm. a coordinator for them for a little while. Good years. So, but... Bradley was also there, so yeah. But I don't know if he he might have been an assistant when he was with the Seahawks, and not necessarily a coordinator. But nonetheless, the guy is a defensive guru, and for him to go to Denver, where the problem this year was the offense, and then the defense didn't look that great, you've just got your guy who's going to make that defense look great. I think Vic Fangio is going to make that defense look stellar. Okay. Uh, let's get to oh Matt Lafleur. No, makes me bleed my own blood. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to do it every time um, Is he just the guy That goes down with the ship And Aaron Rodgers does what he wants Is this the guy uh, Like you mean scapegoat No Kind of Like he's the face But I, It makes no sense It's a, it's a, it's a left field name out of nowhere right. Like even Kingsbury You know who he was Because he was a coordinator for USC And then on top of that You knew that he was a talented coach For Texas Tech Right. So, like, you knew his name. But this guy? Who the hell is Matt LaFleur? Apparently, Aaron Rodgers and him had a conversation, and 10 minutes later, he was hired. Yeah, well, apparently, he also had a contest against Globo Gym, too. But that, Mm. I mean, doesn't make you a a head coach in the NFL. So, is that how the Green Bay situation is shaking down? They're just going to have Aaron Rodgers talk to him for 10 minutes and decide whether or not he wants him as a coach? Well, the interesting thing to me is they also hired ex-Jaguar coordinator Nathaniel Hackett as their OC. So you have LaFleur from Tennessee. Hackett's been an OC before, though. College level. Yeah. Syracuse. Yep. I think. Yep. Uh, He had a good year. He had a good year with the Jags. Um, Ricky. Wait, did you just say he had a good year with the Jags as a coordinator? Two years ago. Okay. I mean, he had a good... I'm glad you know that. A good year. A good year. I just... I don't understand when Rodgers comes out and says Philbin's his guy. I don't like if Rodgers says that's his guy. That's who you keep. Rodgers is the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, but, he yeah, said, but Joe uh, Philbin didn't want that job. Fair enough. Joe Philbin didn't want that job. And if he if Rodgers is going to talk to him and in ten minutes later he was hired, then that's a good sign. Yeah, I would think true. he likes him. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um. And on the same side of that coin. Jaguars hired John DeFlippo. John DeFilippo. You get it. Tell me about him. Love the guy. Uh, what more can you say about a guy who coached Carson Wentz and, and Nick Foles to a Super Bowl run and then turned around and made Kirk Cousins look like a decent quarterback again for another year? Yeah. Um, until Kirk Cousins did Kirk Cousins things. Mm. Um I love Flip, man. He's a he's a great coach. It's a great fit where he's you know that situation. I just I seem to think that that's gonna be that's gonna be the coaching thing that we look at next year. Like like this year it was it was all about how Greg Williams took over for the for the for the Browns, right? And really led them to victory. And then we talked a little bit about Pete Carroll kind of making the Seahawks stay status quo, even though they lost a Legion of Boom. Mm. You know, I don't think he's gonna be like a Belichick where he builds like a legend. Right. right, at least not now in his career, not not at this point. But I could genuinely see him being like Bill Belichick, Giants, Parcells. 
Okay. Where he like makes a name for himself, announces his this is like his coming out party to the NFL. You know what I mean? I hope. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh He's not inheriting a bad roster. No, we just got to figure something out. Yep. Um one last thing, staying with my uh, Jaguars, Byron Leftwich is going to be the offensive coordinator of the Cardinals. So I know we talked about that too. Um, we talked about how we talked about how how Leftwich would be the coordinator because he stepped into that role at, th- this past season. I really like the move. I think that those who can't do teach, right? And he couldn't do at a high level, so he, he can teach. He did, but. Well, did and like like Nathan Peterman did, but okay, okay. Oh, have a God. little respect. <laughs> he had a he had a career. Okay, uh, Maurice Jones Drew had a career. Oh, and a, and a solid <laughs> one. Don't don't disrespect Mojo. Fred Taylor uh, had a career. He had a very good career. <laughs> I don't know about Ryan, Byron Leftwich. <laughs> no, no. When David Garrard makes you look worse. You're not. You're not good. <laughs> when your team looks at eighteen thousand year old Dante Culpepper over you, you may not be the man for the job anymore. <laughs> What's with Florida teams and just terrible quarterbacks? Well, it's kind of like Florida teams in general. Yeah. Like, like I mean, in general, like Dan Marino. Do they have a good baseball team? No. They, Marlins and Rays. Yeah. Well, no. Rays had a run. Good hockey team though. Lightning. Mm, Tampa Bay Lightning. They had yeah. a run. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but like basketball, Heat had a run. That's yeah, mm, they did, but they also had LeBron James. Well, right. Um, are we ready to get into the fantasy results here for the MVP voting? Fire away, Captain! All right, so we had an awesome turnout. A lot of votes were in. Uh, first things first, let's break down the one we knew wasn't really going to be close. Uh, and that was Matt Ryan versus Pat Mahomes. Yeah, this is a hands-down gimme. <laughs> Did I uh, see one person voted for Ryan? Two. Nine. Two? Oh, nine. oh wow. it nine increased from the last people. time I looked. This vote was 93 for Mahomes, nine for Matt Ryan. My God. And six people laughed at this vote. <laughs> <laughs> Can't blame them. As to why it was even a, like, But who could you have put up with Matt Ryan for it to not be a laugh vote? The thing is, it's like for Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Matt Ryan was number two. It was one and two. Yeah, but he played for a team that was a number two. Oh, right. And it's such a big gap between the first and second place, too. Yeah. Mahomes is insane. It was was all but unanimous there. Yeah. We'll call that unanimous. Uh, Let's go to the running back. And, Ricky, you thought this was going to be a lot closer than it ended up being. Apparently. Uh, A lot of people on the quad father train. We had 82 votes for Saquon, 34 for Gurley. I bet you a lot of money that if this was Saquon versus McCaffrey, it would have been a closer vote. You think? I, I'm dead set on that. I think McCaffrey was the better fantasy running back out of the three of them. I also mm-hmm. think you could probably put an argument in if Barkley was on a better team, it'd probably be closer too because Barkley was the Giants. But he ran away with the vote. That's 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 what I mean. I I know that's what I'm saying. Like I think because he was on such a bad team. Okay. And he pretty much pulled that team to any wins they had. Obviously, oh, he was a bigger factor. Yeah. And being a rookie too, also. But I think that's what it would have propelled McCafferty too, because he was on a bad team. Right. Yeah. Panthers were bad. Yeah, not as bad as the Giants. I, by yeah. week 17, Cam Newton couldn't even throw to the five yard line. <laughs> no. Well, he couldn't in week one. He was but... Uncle Rico and everything. Mm. Oh, wow. Throwing over the mountains. 
Um, arguably the closest one was Hill versus Hopkins. And this was my favorite vote of the whole series. The upset of this. Hopkins was, what, I believe number three or four yes. when we looked up? Three. And he won 85-39. to 39. And I would 110% back that vote because I'm the one that put Hopkins in there. Yeah. Uh, I made the argument originally. You backed me. Let's, come on. Credit where credit's due. I mean, how do we feel about these votes? So our winners are Mahomes, Barkley, and Hopkins. I mean, I'm all right with the – I'm all right with all of them. I'm all right with Hopkins. I just think it should be closer. I don't think it should be that much of a landslide. I do. I don't. I mean, Hill was uncontested, number one. But the problem is is that Hill plays for a team where Pat Mahomes is there, and so was Kareem Hunt for majority of the year. I think it goes back also to the Barkley-Gurley argument, like – Barkley like if you're the only team. man in the yeah. if you're the only man in the ring, you're the only man that stands to box. Pretty much. Yeah. I, I mean, my only argument there would be I don't like the running back situation just because I think we could have got a tighter vote if it was McCafferty versus. Ryan's were welcome. They were, but it's, it's Facebook, man. If we it, got, it's easy as a like and a heart. You're. We got one vote for Kamara, in the running back. I saw that. I like that. One vote for Brees in the QB. I don't mind that either. No. I'm we okay made that discussion, too, that we could put Breeze in there. But the only thing was is that we saw that Breeze was like 10th in the stats. Right. Like he was way down there. But ride-ins are ride-ins. They could have yep. wrote in Donald Duck. I mean, that's could happen. Y- you open that box. I, I do want to thank the fans for not writing in Donald Duck. We appreciate you taking the seriousness into this vote. Your opinion matters. What, what was that name that everyone came up with when the internet asked for a name? It was like Boat Mc. Boat, what? Bodie McBoderson. Yeah, or something like that. <laughs> when they Bodie asked McBoat the name, or something? they were going to name the USS Zumwalt, which was the new <laughs> the new ship, the new ship that the the U.S. Navy built. Um, and they put it up for a vote, like, what do you want to name it? And everybody was like, Bodie McBoderson. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And also, thank you for not running in Harambe. Mm, <laughs> we appreciate that. That would have been so. another solid vote, though. Oh, man, we're reviving all the dead gifts today. Ugh. Are we? Are we ready to get into the second half of these votes? Fire. So first we gotta start with tight end. Do you want me to give one, two, and three? Cause this to me this is this is pretty tight. So we could actually expand the vote and do five, because there are five reacts. We could there are six. Yeah, there are six, aren't six. there? Yeah. So we could do six. We I don't do, think we need to. I, I think we <laughs> could do I think you definitely need to do three at least though. I I'd argue four. Number four, Eric Ebron. He might Arguably be comeback one. player of the year. He might be number one. Number three, Zach Ertz. E. Number two, George Kittle on bits. Number one, Travis Kelsey. Saw that coming. If we want to go in points, 156 to Ebron, 164 to Ertz, 170.7 to Kittle, and 191.6 to Kelsey. What I would like to see is Ertz average per game with Wentz versus Ertz average per game with Foles because it seemed like he dropped off the face of the planet when Foles took over. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, yep. like, like the last four weeks of the season, it looked like it looked like Zach Ertz wasn't even on the field. Uh, except for one. Uh, week 14 against Dallas, five receptions uh, for 38 yards. Week 15 against the Rams, three receptions, 22 yards. Week 16 against Houston, 12 receptions, 110 yards, two TDs. And then week 17, three for 15, no touchdowns. So three out of the four weeks, non-existent. So that kind of puts him in my four slot. 
for okay. tight end. Um, he just didn't seem like he was there much at the end of the year. It's almost like when we started talking about the potential for the Eagles to be a playoff team with Foles again, Ertz disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know who might shock you tight end wise cool. if you looked up Everett from the Rams. Everett from the Rams. He is way back at fifty three point six points. But look at his last think five or six weeks of the season. Last five weeks, zero point seven, two point nine, four point six, four point four, oh, wow. and zero. Ouch. Uh, non PPR. So non PPR. Non PPR. Average right. of five points to each of those. So didn't break double digits. Oof. Um, well, I'll take that back. Yeah, go ahead, take it right back. He ranked 22nd. Um, what about someone like Kyle Rudolph really fell off this year. He had a strong campaign last year. Is he still playing for the Vikings? Yes. I mean, it explains That's it, why. So, who, Which is weird because Cousins loves to throw the tight end. Yeah. that's. I mean, that's what his bread and butter was in Washington because he was the only guy on the field, but maybe it's because he actually has real wide receivers now. Um, he can actually throw to them. Mm, possibly. So, who do we want to go with this? Ebron, Ertz, Kittle, Kelsey? I would give Kittle the number one. Uh, yeah, I would go Ebron, Ertz, Kittle, Kelsey. Okay. Are we going to go into, like, who we think is the number one? Yeah, absolutely. Right, I'm picking Kittle. Okay. Um, It's the same theory. Like, Ricky, you, you backed that whole yeah. Saquon's number one because he's the only guy. Kittle's number one because he's the only guy on that team that performed in any way, shape, or form to any high degree, to any quality level, offense or defensive side of the ball. He was an animal. He had multiple 200-yard games this year as a tight end. Mm. Yeah. That's sickening. Yeah. Didn't he one pass in the second half to break it and didn't get one? Yeah. Oh, that hurts. That hurts. Ricky, do you have your... Tight end pick, who you feel is the uh, winner? Yeah, I I still have to go with Kelsey. And okay. I'm going to actually go against my own logic because of how many weapons that the Chiefs had and how they could disperse the ball to pretty much anybody they wanted. The fact that he still was 20 points higher in a non-PPR than second place and how he performed in general. How many touchdowns did Kelsey <laughs> have this year? Uh, let me look it up. A lot. It's a good amount. Let's see. He had I'm gonna love to edit this later. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. Uh Austin, you picked Mr. Kittle and Bits. Yeah, and I, I so I looked him up for a different reason. Um on uh no free ad sports app. Great job. Kittle is the uh, third-ranked tight end. Okay. In PPR. Okay. In non-PPR, he's number two. Right. In PPR... Does the number one stay the same? Yes. Okay. Kelsey's still number one. Who's... Number two is Zach Ertz. Who's four? Number four is Evan Ingram. Who's five? Eric Ebron. Really? Yes. So... I mean, for this argument, I, I Ricky's right, but I still want to pick Kittle just because Kittle Kittle played his his ass off. Yeah, played his ass off. How many touchdowns did Kittle have? I gotta look that up. Uh, so, five. Okay, I was here's my point. Eric Ebron, thirteen touchdowns. Yeah, he almost set the record for most touchdowns by a tight end in a single season. How do you not? How do you not? Most valuable player, 
13 TDs from your from your tight end. Well, and somebody actually commented on our running back argument why Gurley not what well, you know why I would take Gurley's 13 Gurley's touchdowns over right. the six Saquon's, more touchdowns. I would take the six more touchdowns. Right. So I mean, people see that, but in a league where you're where it's points, you know what I mean, just pure points. Right. Kelsey. I can see if I'm drafting a team, I might take Ebron over over Kelsey, like if I'm drafting an NFL franchise. But if I'm drafting a fantasy team, I take Kelsey because points matter more than touchdowns. Right. But I, I still see some 10 rece- reception games, some five, some nine, a lot of fives actually. So I feel like he was a solid pick all year. I mean, you couldn't go wrong with him. I'm going Ebron. Especially in picks. a year that tight ends look like a smash bag of onion rings. Right. Not Funyuns. They only yeah. have real onions inside of them. Fake. Uh, all right, so shall we move to defensive? Yeah, Kay. we should. Uh, where are we going with this? What are we we thinking for again? Yeah, let's pick four defenses, best defense in the league, and let's go fantasy perspective, not like who you think is the actual number one defense in the league. You know what I mean? Because I'm willing to bet that in fantasy, the Ravens were probably not the number one fantasy defense. Correct. Not even close. Not even, yeah. Do you guys want to take a guess on who number one is? Scoring fantasy defense? Yep. Um, hmm. I'm going to say it's either the Jets okay. or the Bears. Okay. Ricky? I already have it up, so I shouldn't guess. I okay, perfect. Uh, number four, Ravens, 131 points. Well, excuse me, number three, tied with the Rams at number three, 131 points. Number two, the Texans, 133 wow. points. Wow. Number one. The Bears at 188 points. Okay. Where do, where do the Jets fall? I'm curious because uh, I think they're still top 10. They're, no, they're not even close. Uh, Are they really? 22nd. Okay. At one point in time in the league, they, they were, were number like one. number yep. one for I, like three, four weeks in a row. Dude, I picked them up. Do you want to know how hard they, they fell? fell <laughs> it had to be like week 13 I know on. How hard they fell. Number I had one, 188 Bears. The Jets at 22, 82 points. Oh, my God. In perspective, my Jaguars finish at ninth with 109. Where'd Washington finish? 16th with 97. Yeah. Middle of the pack. Just about. Um, I think this is hands down Bears. I mean, uh, we yeah. talked about it all year. Khalil Mack, the whole comment. Danny Trevathan, the, the DBs, Kyle Fuller. Um, that defense is loaded with talent. I mean, absolutely jam-packed. Yeah, it's like I, opening up in a box. Of, it's like opening a box of Lucky Charms, and the only thing you got in there is marshmallows. Chuck Pagano to the Bears, D coordinator. Well, that's because they lost Fangio, right? So, Pagano's <laughs> Colts D looked pretty good those years. Yeah, it doesn't excite me, but I think I think it'll be good. He's not like the diva superstar hiring. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. You, you don't look at it and go, oh, this is a, this is a Kyle Shanahan kind of hiring. You know what I mean? This is, this is a guy who just perennially does lower end of the high table. Yeah. Yep. <coughs> um, move on to kickers. Yeah. I mean, are, who are we putting up for the votes though? I, we'll go top four Ravens, Rams, Texans, Bears. Let, let yeah. the people decide. The fact that the Texans snuck in there at number two, two. shocked me because yep. that did not look like – every game I've watched – I've watched a lot of Texans games this year. They got a lot of primetime action. Yeah. And they looked bad on defense almost every time I watched yeah. them. 
They had some good games in there. They probably forced a lot of turnovers. That's yeah. what it is. Spent a lot of time on the field when your quarterback's getting sacked 60-plus times. So, yeah. Can we, uh, can we just talk about, like, the dark horse at okay. number seven? Yeah. The Bills. Wow. <laughs> what? They're number seventh in fantasy at 100 Can we put points. the Bills on? <laughs> I kind of <laughs> want to. And Reed would have a field okay. day with this. Well, here's, here's the thing. Here's why. Because the whole argument of this is who – it's a fantasy outlook, right? You're right. So, obviously, the top four or five defenses are going to be picked already by players. You're right. The question is, are the Bills a game changer in fantasy because no. they're unexpe- <laughs> because they're unexpected to do well and you know in twelve people leagues, it's not hard to find good defenses. What's amazing is how they managed to put up that many points with the quarterbacks that they had because they were on the field. They were like the pylons for the yeah. end zone. They were on the field the whole game. Yeah, a lot of ice baths for that. Oh my fight. god! Yeah. How there weren't as many injuries. Like, right, that's amazing. Amazing. Uh, let's go on to the worst position of the year. Oh. This is going to be a tough one, and there's a lot of names that you're probably not going to recognize. I recognize a lot of them. I'm assuming that one of them is Kaimi Fairbairn. You can you can relax. <laughs> Jason Myers. Jets four, kicker. 148 points. New Orleans kicker. Will Lutz. Number three. 149 points. Justin Tucker. Number two, 156 points. The perennial workhorse. And from the Houston Texans, Kaimi Fairbairn. Thank you. Number one with 165 points. Guy was a monster this year. Yeah. He took over the the reins from Justin Tucker because he's been like the number one kicker for like the last four or five seasons in the NFL. I mean, he's been an immaculate kicker for the Ravens. But give the round of applause to Kaimi Fairbairn. What a guy. What a guy. Sorry. Uh, sure. The last time I, I heard a Samoan not playing offensive line. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> honorable mention, Mason Crosby tied for seventh, 138 points. Yeah, well, when your offense can't score touchdowns, you're going to kick it a lot. Yeah. Goskowski, ninth, 133 points. Same story. Um, Zerlin had a big drop off to 13. Zerlin was hurt for yeah, a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, 123 points. Um and Ricky's favorite kicker Cody Parkey finished seventeenth with 115 points. Still Parkey is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Still yeah. my uh, favorite Eagle player in 2018, 2019. Absolutely, <laughs> did a lot. For right the up team. there with Alshon Jeffrey. Did. did a lot. Oh boy. Oh. Um. Ouch. Who? Who? Fairbairn. Fairbairn. Yeah. You get it. Uh, you might pick Myers because I picked him early in the season. We talked I about him that. in fantasy. Yep. We talked yep. about kickers and the the need for a kicker, and I brought up. That Myers, because he had that huge game where he put up like 30 points in fantasy because he hit like seven field goals in the game. Um, it, when you play for the Jets and you do anything worth mentioning, I think you deserve a medal. That's fair. That's fair. So let's recap. For tight end, we have the race between Travis Kelsey, George Kittle and Bits, Zach Ertz, Eric Ebron. Four-way Throw down. Defense. You got Ravens, Rams, Texans, Bears. Bears at number one. And for kickers, you got Myers, Lutz, Tucker, and... Kaimi Fairbairn. Thank you. Everyone happy with that? Yeah. Oh, and Bills. Sorry. Bills honorable mention. Yeah, we can throw it I'm throwing it in. All right, let's do it. I can be the sad react. <laughs> you need to make that the sad react vote. You need to make the bills the sad was, react vote. I was gonna make it the laugh. 
or that. Just Either for one some, okay. like some easy picks. Cause some people yeah. Well, you know who you can like... make the sad react vote? The Bears defense, special teams. Why? Because their defense special teams is what cost mm. them the playoffs. Ooh. Tough break. Tough break. Or the angry react. That's <laughs> uh, possible. Um, <laughs> we didn't do, do a flex, but I feel like we're covering it. Or do we want to do a flex? I don't think a flex uh, is really worth mentioning because you're okay. doing a tight end, a running back, a wide receiver already. I'm okay with yeah. It. yeah. You know, you can make like a flex argument. Like maybe we could have like a battle royale for the the top four guys that don't make the top voting. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? The like runners a, up, maybe? The yep. runner ups, okay. and then one other guy, whoever is the highest vote getter other than the runner ups in but, each of those. Yeah. We could definitely okay. Do that. I'm okay like with that. Yeah. For sure. Um, Austin, we did a little segment on Tuesday where we. Drafted fantasy teams from the remaining four teams. Oh, no. With one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, a defense, and a kicker. Are you ready to pick your ultimate lineup? You don't have to pick the garbage. No disrespect. But <laughs> who do you, if you could put together your DraftKings no free ads lineup. And you had no roster cap. No roster cap. You are picking who you think conference weekend will be the best player at that position. Well, yeah. top two for running back. Are we just doing conference weekend, or are we doing the whole rest of the playoffs? Conference weekend. Ah. Before you guys in that, let me go ahead and – do you want to run down the teams that we have? I got them. You already oh, got them? No, Austin, go ahead. Uh, give your opinion. Go one by one. Don't tell them who. I want you to guess who. Okay. Draft the team. So it was me, Kamish, Tyler, and Ricky. Okay. Okay. So first team. Pat Mahomes, Sony Michelle, James Devlin, Michael Thomas, Ted Ginn Jr., Ben Watson, Saints defense, special teams, Will Lutz. That would be Ricky. That's incorrect. Really? Okay, so what do you think of the team? Uh, man, it really fell off after Mahomes. Mm, wow. Shots high. <laughs> Ouch. It, re- Shots high. it dropped I'm off sure the planet. I'm sure glad that's not my team. All right. <laughs> it fell off the planet after Mahomes, man. Next, next team, Breeze, Camara. Ingram, Patterson, Woods, Gronk, Patriots D, Goskowski. You going for like the all injury team with Gronk? Mm. Whose mm. team is it? Mm. I'm gonna say that's Anthony Wilson's team. Incorrect. Nope. Over two. What do you think of the team? I I love it. I mean that's that's that might depending on I want to listen to the rest of these, but that might mm-hmm. be my winner for the team to pick. All right. Next team. Brady, Williams, James White, Hill, Brandon Cooks, Kelsey, Chiefs defense, special teams, Zerlon. Oh, that's got to be your team. Correct. Mm. So many so many Chiefs players on there that you've been riding the meats of all season. <laughs> I wow. have two. I have – Wow. Oh, I know. I have three. I have Williams, too. Good yeah. Point. you. Wow. I mean, you picked every Chief that wasn't already in the draft. Well, now I'm safe. You got, you got MVP quarterback. Like, I'm good. I can't wait for him to hear this last one. All right. <laughs> I know why. Right. All right. Next one. <laughs> Goff, Gurley, Anderson, Edelman, Watkins, Higby, Rams defense, special teams, Bucker. Whose team is that? Juice. Besides the Correct. Rams. That's Juice. Besides yeah. the Rams. <laughs> Besides the Rams, right? So we got a classic Chiefs Rams battle going That's on. That's beautiful. Um, what do you think of that team? Um, it's a solid lineup too. I don't like Goff at quarterback. I think he's the worst of the four I, that are in the playoffs. I was I had the last pick. Yeah, yeah, yep. that makes sense. Yeah, that's so, the worst of the quarterbacks that's in the draft. The teams you the, didn't guess: the... Mahomes team that was Tyler with yep. Mahomes, Michelle, Devlin, Thomas, Ted Ginn Jr., who picks, Watson. Who picked James Devlin? Tyler. Tyler. 
That's what I'm saying. That's Tyler's team. Uh, James Devlin. But I think that was his last pick. Yeah. He needed a running back, and we were out. Uh, dude, I would have picked the Towboy for the Rams or something, man. <laughs> James Devlin, you picked the fullback? And then Breeze, right? Kamara, Ingram, Patterson, Woods, Gronk, Patriots, Dean Goskowski is. Uh, I would have picked Charkandrick West over James Devlin. Ooh. I, I think we were low on names at that point. Yeah, to we be were honest. There. Yeah, we're that's kind of my that's kind of my bouquet. So yeah, your so, ultimate team, if you will. Who's your ultimate team? Uh, see, the, you got me because it's just conference weekend. If it was long term, it'd be different. Okay, uh, just saying that now. But being that it's short term, I take Pat Mahomes at quarterback. All right. Okay. Um, am I just gonna fire off two running backs? Yeah. Uh, All right. Like, Ricky, or you, you want to present your case for each one? Yeah, go ahead. Give it just a brief, like, why you pick Mahomes over Brady or in golf well, and Brady. So this is where that kind of comes into play. Like you said, just conference weekend. If I'm picking just conference weekend, I think Mahomes is going to ball out and blow up, but I don't think he's going to make it to the Super Bowl. Fair. Okay. Um, I would have picked Breeze otherwise. Okay. Breeze would have been my pick because I think he is Super Bowl bound. Mm-hmm. And how about your first running back? First running back? Man, that's a tough one. It, it would have been much easier if Kareem Hunt still played, but he's not. But not Dame. Oh, you you sent it in the group chat, or no, he sent, or was that you? you or? Sent it. I sent it. Oh, uh, we're not. I mean, we're not <laughs> gonna bring voting. That. Yeah. We're not gonna bring yeah. that up. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, that's hilarious. But yeah, <laughs> different show. Um, different show. What I would say, it's Gurley's your one. Okay, that's your one running yep. back, and then your your two is gonna be um, crap. Williams. Uh, no, Kamara. Okay. Kamara. I, I take Gurley and Kamara. Yeah. All right. Why not? I mean, I think that's going to be a huge show. Yeah. No, tomorrow. I, I think that's going to be a huge show on Sunday. Uh, are you two wideouts? Yep. Wideouts. Ooh, this is probably the toughest argument. I'm going to take Julian Edelman, and then I'm also going to take Tyreek Hill. Okay. I'm going to leave the Saints receivers out of it, and I'm going to leave the Rams receivers out of it. You don't think Thomas will have a big week? I don't, and and it's because Breeze distributes very well. Okay, and they're not playing the Eagles. Right, they're mm. playing. So they're playing a about. team that knows yeah. how to shut down a number. He's got Marcus Peters. He's going up against Marcus Peters. Right, and I don't think Marcus Peters is going to let the same thing happen twice. Okay, I don't. Okay. I mean, and, and it, it you can say what you will about it, but I just don't see the Rams Saints. It's a lot like the Eagles Saints game. It was oh. nothing like the first time they played. Yeah, they played a defensive showdown game. Mm-hmm. And I think the same thing's going to happen now with the Rams. Okay. I wouldn't be mad about it. Nope. Tight end? I feel like that's easy. That's a tough one, though. Really? Yeah, it's tougher than you would think. I like Higby. Okay. See, and and here's my argument for this. Higby is a massive red zone target for the Rams. Mm -hmm. So when they get into that territory, if they can't punch it with Gurley on 1-2, they're going third down, they're going to Higby on a fade to the corner. Right, and I think if you're talking about a game, it, it, the, the the Patriots game, I don't see Kelsey as like a. It's ironic that I don't see Travis Kelsey as a red zone threat, like because they're never in the red zone. Right. They're either in yeah. the end zone or they're gonna run it into the end zone. They never really have okay. red zone offense set up. True. I mean, they. I think True. they might. I'm not gonna quote stats or anything like that, but I'd be pretty confident in saying that. They were probably one of the fewest red zone attempts in the NFL. Okay, well, we'll fact check that and get back to it. Just on uh, the sheer number of touchdowns they've had from right. outside 30 yards. Right. I think this next position is going to be the toughest <clears throat> to choose just because the caliber of teams. 
Yeah, that's D? playing offensively. Yeah, defense. Oh, no. Teams. This is an easy one. Really? Oh, by far. Hands down above all else. The Rams defense. Right. It's the best defense left in the entire playoffs. And I think it's the best defense left in the entire playoffs by leaps and bounds. It's not even close. The Saints don't have a defense. The Patriots well, defense is at least 100 years old each player. <laughs> wow. The Chiefs yeah. defense doesn't they, – they're on the field so much because they score so often that it's tough for them to get a roll going. So you mm. think – Despite the season that the Saints are having offensively, you think the Rams shut them down? I do, okay. because the Eagles did the same thing. See, I and I with much them. less team. Well, we went through. Our, we can also have him go through his picks for the games too, because uh, he wasn't yeah. for the earlier segment. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, and kicker. Uh see, this one's a tough one. Really I gotta go with Bucker. I, I, no, yeah, I will because I've watched him miss so many extra points this year. It's not even funny. Yeah. Um, if I'm gonna take a kicker, I'm going to take Will Lutz. Okay. I'm taking like Will that. Lutz. Uh, he's probably the most clutch kicker out of the uh, – well, no. Changing my vote right now. Goskowski. Okay. Clutchest kicker in the playoffs right now. The guy doesn't miss. Yeah. And it's always down the middle. And if it's the Patriots in the playoffs and it's a kicker kicking the ball, I trust the Patriots guy. Yeah, the ex-Patriots kicker did not look good this past weekend. No, no, no. He does not like the snow, apparently. Well, he did 15 years ago. 20 years in a row he's loved it, but – Apparently not this year. All right. So we'll recap the team. It's Mahomes, Gurley, Kamara, Edelman, Hill, Higby, Rams, Goskowski. All right. Put your nofreeads.com bets in. Uh, get those get those picks in. Uh, bet the mortgage. That's what Austin just told you. <laughs> um, Maybe half the mortgage. Uh, what, who are your picks for the yeah. team? Rams? I'm taking, I'm taking the Saints. Okay. And um, uh, I know I just made this huge argument about mm-hmm. how it's not going to be the same game, but we watched how that worked out for the Eagles. So mm-hmm. It wasn't the same game, but the Saints still pulled it out. Right. Regardless, it's still Drew Brees' team. He is Mr. Clutch. He is Mr. Primetime. He is Mr. Playoff. So you're taking Saints in presumably a low-scoring game. I'm taking the Saints, and I think it might be almost the same identical score. I think it's going to be 21-17. Okay. Um, how about Patriots and Chiefs? Patriots and Chiefs, I got... The man in uh, the man that's been there before, Tom Brady, versus time. Tom Brady versus time. So I think I could be wrong, but aren't all the picks unanimous except for mine? I think everyone has Patriots, Saints, and Super Bowl, and I have literally the opposite. I have Chiefs, Rams. I believe so. Interesting. Okay, cool. It'll be see how. Fun we'll to have to listen back out. to the first half and see, but yeah, I'm, I think so. I know. I th- I'm pretty sure. I now said I feel Rams. much more confident about the Saints over the Rams than I do about the Patriots over the Chiefs. But I think that playoff experience speaks volumes in the NFC Championship game. See, I would actually, to my pick, say I feel more confident about the Rams game because the Eagles defense, yes, they've been playing well, but they're still kind of pieced together. And the Rams defense has just been playing stellar. But it gave Breeze an opportunity and and the offense an opportunity to look and see where they messed up. True. So they're going to spend the entire week watching game film and figure out how the Eagles were able to stop them and do the exact opposite. Working what I'm 200 G's. What I'm really not and surprised that if you look at that Eagles game, Kamara really didn't do a whole lot out of the didn't. running back position. You're going to see it. That's going to change. You're going to see the you're going to see the Saints run the ball a lot more with Kamara, and they're going to bump to the outside. What? I, can I take like two minutes just to go yeah. on a rant about what running backs in the league this year? Hold on. Let me let me check with our sponsors. <clears throat> yeah, they're cool with it. Go ahead. 
I don't understand. Like, I understand Gurley pounding him up the middle every play, getting two, right. three, four yards, whatever the case may be, because that's the kind of running back he is. I understand it with Derrick Henry. I understand it with Derrick Williams. I understand it with Sony Michelle. What? You know what I don't understand it with? What? I don't understand that with guys like Melvin Gordon, Alvin Kamara, you know, any of those guys. Run them to the outside. Yeah. They okay. have speed. <laughs> Let them get to the edge. If it's a if it if you're a fast athlete, you don't feel comfortable in a crowd. You want to be in space, so run him in space. Or a fat guy, but, yeah. run him in space. Yeah. You know CJ what I mean? Anderson, much love. <laughs> he, he's a big boy. He looked like a bowling ball. He's a big boy. <laughs> but I you love know what? I, but but you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it makes no sense to watch Alvin Kamara at five eight. 180 pounds run straight to the middle of the pack and hope that he makes it to the other side. I agree. I it th- makes the world of sense to run him on a pitch to the outside and let him burn the corner. I agree. He's quick. He's agile. I think that's what makes the one-two punch in uh, New Orleans so successful. Absolutely. I think you have Ingram who can pound it yeah, up the they, middle. They, But it's weird because I watched that Eagles game. They would toss it to Ingram and they'd run Kamara up the middle like they had some kind of weird backwards world going on. Now, he did get it going in the second half a Because they ran him to the right, outside. Right, they right. started running him to the outside and he started... Blasting past the Eagles' defense. The only thing I can think of is they saw how the Eagles' defense got exploited in the run game for a good chunk of the season. They thought maybe they could... Yeah, with Kamara. a power running back. True. <laughs> but with Kamara's speed, maybe they thought they could get a hole up the middle and just take off, but it just wasn't They're not going to do it twice. No. Speaking of speed, my favorite moment from this past weekend was the play which Ty- Tyreek Hill was then rolled down, barely, mm-hmm. like just his kneecap touched. And he was he took off. And this guy had an edge on him, and I don't know what Colts player it was, but he threw up the deuces. Like, even though you have the step on me, currently I'm gone. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. And that was just my favorite moment of Hill going, nah, I'm out. Like, it, you, can't, you can't stop me. Yeah, it was, it was Leonard, by the way. Okay. Yeah, it was Leonard. I mean, I, I like Hill's confidence. He's fun to watch. I think you're going to see a different kind of game, though, in uh, with New England. You're going to see a lot of that. So that's that's where I don't like. Well, I don't like the Chiefs, but you because they the have that the Patriots confidence. being old. They are, but experience you really think they can keep up. Experience wise? is everything. Speed is nothing. Experience is everything. Experience yeah, if you know everything. how to cover the players, your wideouts, whatnot, and you know. Like with the experience, you know kind of where you need to stand to be able to. You have mark the knowledge guy. to mark your field right. and put yourself in a position where you don't need to catch up. And I think that's what kind of made the Eagles' defense more successful in the latter part of the season. And going back to the Bears game, going back to the Saints, is instead of playing a more man coverage, they kind of played more of a zone and and let them get a couple yards and then attacked the wideouts. Yeah, that backwards. Right. They started playing zone in the year and then they switched to man coverage because that was the biggest argument with Jalen Mills. Is they right. kept playing they kept playing him in zone coverage and he's a man corner. Good point. But same premise. Yeah, you know, I get I get what you're saying. Yeah. Well, we got anything else we want to touch on? Nope. Uh, I mean, I'm just looking forward to football now. Um, I, I I like you know what? Like, yes, I'm an Eagles fan, but nonetheless, I like these four teams remaining. I think you have Four really solid teams, strong teams. There's going to be a couple fun matchups this weekend. I think it's a good playoff match. And I know that a lot of people were excited to see the Andy Reid versus Philly Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. But I'm just as excited to see the Breeze Brady, who's the real MVP Super Bowl. Mm. I said it it earlier in this episode. There's a lot of cool scenarios, regardless, I think, how this plays out. But I think this is the first year that the Eagles are not making a Super Bowl that I'm legitimately excited for even the conference. I feel like they got it right. Yeah. All four teams, uh, okay. Yeah. 
I agree. Saints, Rams. It's the four teams that have been playing all year. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's going to be a really fun last stretch of the season and playoffs. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl this year. It's going to be a good one regardless. And that's that's hard for me to say with the Patriots being involved. Just remember, a quiet Patriots team in the playoffs is a dangerous Patriots team Oh, I don't like Tom Brady and Edelman's coming out with a chip on their shoulder. Saying, you guys think we suck. Oh, boy. That's the last thing you need is Tom Brady and his handsome jaw just... Pat- Pat Mahomes, is gonna have to, Pat Mahomes is going to have to pull a pair of Uggs from his rear after uh, this game. Oh, well, He might. I mean, look what happened with the last game the Patriots just played. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. Wasn't there a couple people who picked the Patriots to actually lose that game? Uh, everyone but you, I believe. Was it that? I picked the Chargers to win. Yeah. I think No, I think I picked the Chargers to win. What, Man, was, I the think Tyler, were, what was the one you were getting loud about? I thought this was Rivers' year. Chiefs. Oh, Chiefs. Everyone counted the Chiefs out. I'm like, there's not yeah. a chance. Not a chance the Colts beat the Chiefs. Yeah. And there was even someone on NoFreeAds.com that said there is a 100% chance that the Chiefs beat the Colts. And that happened. But, right. I mean. No free ads. No free ads. All right. Well, this has been the Fantasy Football Rat Podcast. Weekly podcast now. Started twice a week. Mm-hmm. Thanks for staying tuned and keeping in touch. Thank you for all the votes. It's been awesome to interact with you guys and uh, get to know our fan base a little better. Ricky, anything you would like to touch on? No, just looking forward to a good weekend of football. Absolutely. And the votes. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, We will get those up tomorrow, I believe. The voting officially ends when this podcast airs. So we will have the official results tomorrow. What number Super Bowl will this be? 53? Yeah, I think it's 53. Okay. Super Bowl 53 brought to you by Just for Men. Absolutely. No free ads. Brought to you by Jess for Men. You get the reference there. They're both old, the people that are uh, going to be there. They're both old. I was going to go with like 4hems.com. 4hems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, guys, no free ads, but if you're looking for sponsors, I have a great idea for an ad read. Send it. <laughs> Send it. I will read it. I will give you 10 seconds of just pure gold. <laughs> well, hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll see you next week.